0: This is episode 130 of the Dash podcast in the final celebration of chapter eight for my new book, Every Decision Counts, eight lessons I wish they taught me in school. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I'm your host, Trey Gamage, and we're talking about the final chapter today, What's Growing in Your Garden. It's a special chapter because this was episode two of the Dash podcast in an interview with a great friend and mentor Terrence Moore, who is the longest running black journalist in the United States of America. He wrote for the Atlanta Journal-Constitute, the San Francisco Examiner, the Cincinnati Enquirer, writes for Forbes, CNN, NFL.com, ESPN, MLB.com. This guy does everything. Okay, He's, He's really special and he has a heart for serving people. He has a heart for helping the next generation, the young folks. He teaches Sunday school. He teaches an honors journalism class at R. A. Matta Miami University. And he talks to people like myself. He'll call us. He'll, he'll call me after he calls the Kimbe Matumbo and ask me what I think about his next story. So this is a special man, and he helped me learn and understand that your mind is like a garden. That the weeds, they grow by themselves. And the plants, you've got to cultivate. That's what we're getting into here in episode 130 in chapter 8, was Growing in Your Garden. Of course, if you want more information outside of this episode, something you can read, something you can hold, something you can buy, go to TreyGamers.com shop and you'll find Every Decision Counts. And you can also go to Amazon.com or any other book retailer to find your copy. So moving forward, make sure that you subscribe, that you tell your friends, because I I want to make sure that this message touches everybody that it needs to. Every Decision Counts is perfect for your classroom to deliver as direct instruction or small group reading. It's also great for intervention. If you have a student that needs to reflect, that needs to refocus, that might even need to go sit out of class for a minute, let them read a chapter of the book and answer the questions that are involved. It's in his language, it's in her language, it's simple to read, and it makes a lot of sense. That's every decision counts. Anyway, let me move on to what's growing in your garden. So, with Terrence, we actually had episode two called Faith and Focus of the Dash Podcast almost four years ago. It was a long time ago, and I've I've known Terrence for about six years. And he talked to me about a few things, including thinking about your mind as a garden. In all kinds of text and everything that we read about personal development, you see the focus on your mental capacity, on your mindset. Now, don't think a lot of times we consider what we're allowing to build that mindset. YouTube, endless videos, that's okay, but what videos are you watching? Are you listening to audiobooks? Are you learning a new craft or a skill? I've seen students that watch videos of a man sitting in front of a uh, camera eating. Not saying any words, not listening to music, just sitting in front of a camera reading. And the man has like 5.7 million followers. What are you doing to build your mindset? How do we help ourselves? How do we help young people understand that what you put into your mind matters. They say mind over matter. What you put into your mind matters. The content that you listen to, the things that you do, the habits and decisions that you make, they matter. They make a difference. So when we think about your mind as a garden, you got to think about a few things. You got to keep up the maintenance. If weeds grow by themselves, that means you have to regularly go into your garden you have to go into your mind, you have to pull out the weeds, or you have to destroy the negative thoughts. I do that through writing in my journal. When I have a negative thought or a bad, bad thought, I write it in my journal, and once I write it, I leave it there. Sometimes I'll sit down and meditate and just let everything flow through my mind like it's flowing down a river, and once the, once the thought comes to mind, it goes on a leaf, and it drifts away until I can't see it anymore. That's how I pull up the weeds in my life. I do maintenance by every morning when I wake up, I read my Bible. I pray. I set my goals for the day. I think about things that I'm thankful for. I try to read a book 10 10 pages a day. There's things that I do to help keep up that maintenance on my mind because at the end of the day it's going to be the maintenance on my life and as adults we forget we're we're too busy you're too busy to keep up the maintenance you're too busy to take care of yourself if you can't find 10 minutes for yourself you're not doing something right I understand that there may be days there may be seasons there may be times when you don't have the time but if you haven't taken 10 minutes for yourself in a long period of time, we got to change that. And that's a habit I wish I was taught in school. I wish that was something that I knew when I was in school. Because it makes a big difference. I learned in college to fill my mind with audio books that were free. To read books. To do things that were going to help me think about what I wanted to do next. What if I learned that in middle school? What if you learned that in middle school? What would change in your life if you had some of these lessons about treating your mind like a garden and not not being in a place where you're already stuck and I'm going to do things the way I do them because that's the way they've always been done. Think about your kids, though, your students. What if we can help them understand right now that you can have everything that you want. But you've got to treat your mind like a garden. You have to make every decision count. You have to live your life on purpose. In a simple way that they can understand and that they can practice. That's what we've got here in Every Decision Counts. And I thank you for listening. I know I'm getting a little bit deep here We're ending... This highlight, this celebration of Every Decision Counts has got me really thinking and contemplating, you know, what's what's going to be next. I can't wait to come to your school and talk to you about Every Decision Counts. You can go to TreyGamers.com to learn how to book me as a speaker or to order a bulk set of copies of Every Decision Counts. And up next, you're going to hear a snippet of Chapter 8, What's Growing in Your Garden inspired by a good friend, Terrence Moore. We'll see you next time, and thank you listening so much and supporting Every Decision Counts. You can subscribe right now. You can share and tell a friend, and we will see you next time. This is The Dash. Chapter 8. What's Growing in Your Garden? Your mind is like a garden. You must tend to the weeds, And plant the seeds. When you set goals your focus isn't about the reward at the end of the journey. It's about being the person you need to be to make that dream a reality. What's growing in your garden? Do you think negative thoughts? Negative thoughts are like weeds, they grow by themselves. It's easy to wake up in the morning and not want to get out of bed. Doubt yourself, or just not feel like doing anything. So you have the task of planting more seeds in your garden so you can cultivate your mind and receive the harvest that you've planted. Even if you are excited about where you are, there's a higher platform for you to reach. It's your job to cultivate your mind and pull up the weeds. Every season is different. What got you here won't get you there. How do you cultivate your garden? Keep reading to find out. Plant more seeds. Flowers don't grow by themselves. You have to dig the hole, plant the seed, water it, and wait for it to grow. Muhammad Ali said that everything good that God made, we have to look for. Mine for gold, dig for diamonds, search for what you want. What do you want growing in your garden? And how many seeds do you need to plant to get there? The question overall is bigger than what do I get? It's more like it's more like, who do I have to become to achieve the goal? Forget about the reward for a minute and think about who it is you have to be for you to reach your full potential. There are parts of you that have to change. What do you have to do to become who you want to be. It starts with your daily bread. In 2016, I took a visit to Chicago and had a conversation with the Homeless Coalition. While there, I met Stefano. His father was actually a kingpin in Pablo Escobar's drug cartel. So his dad wasn't really around. His journey through childhood was difficult At five, he was sexually abused by his stepfather. At age 10, he was diagnosed with bipolar personality disorder and ultimately ended up turning to drugs. By 18, he was homeless, sleeping under a bridge, went to jail, and at six feet tall, weighed 90 pounds. Stefano shared how he continued to turn to drugs and alcohol. Though he wanted to stop, He couldn't change until he decided he had enough. He wasn't at all what I thought to be a polar person. Been through so much, so I asked him, how do you live with bipolar disorder and cope with what you've been through? He responded, every day is a new challenge. I wake up and start over. Daily bread. Have you ever tried a morning routine? You probably still don't like getting up in the morning. It would be different if you had a morning routine. Just take 15 minutes to thrive and set your day up for success. Here's my routine. Pray, read my Bible, write my journal, plan and set goals for the day. You can exchange any of these routines with whatever works for you. Remember, in Chapter 4, we talked about victory-loving preparation. When you start your day off with a consistent routine, you're pulling the weeds out of your garden and choosing positive thoughts to start your day.